This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me is Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. And the return. Uh, we got to put in some like thunder and lightning right here. The return of Odin, the All Father Abbot. Hello, I am here. <laughs> you know, a while back I said I was going to tone down on our guests and just take a break from scheduling guests. And it was like, it turned into, we have guests on our show? <laughs> is that no, we, something we do is that something we do why that's would we want anybody else in here <laughs> <laughs> well that's something that's something i was thinking about when we we're talking about cooling in on guests and stuff and then i thought about the people on the show i'm like we don't have guests at this point it's now it's like hey you want to be a guest host this week <laughs> we went through that like entire year where we had a guest every week and it was we started to miss doing the hostful episodes and then all of a sudden it was it it was like Oh, it's been forever since we've had a guest. Well, I mean, it's not entirely true because now we have guests that are basically guest hosts that are on all the time. Oh, okay. This is very yeah. true. Yeah. Because, you know, Odin listens to our podcast and he knows these things, right, Odin? Yes, all the time. This is absolutely <laughs> my favorite podcast. <laughs> that he doesn't listen to. Yeah. I, hey, just to be full disclosure, I don't listen to all podcasts equally. <laughs> in fact gotta, I, I, I actually work on broadcast tv i work at the local pbs station here in the city that i live in i don't watch tv i don't watch the tv i make <laughs> so it's not like i just don't i don't do that nah, you're we're not you're, against you. you you know most people in the world don't listen to our podcast so you're part of the majority oh sweet yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. part of the big crowd yes you're, you're yeah. the in crowd um <laughs> So, for people who don't know who you are, why don't you give us a little intro, Odin? Um, all of a sudden, I want to be really silly and snarky. Hello, my name is Odin Abbott, and I build things on the internet. Uh, what I have is a YouTube channel called Odin Makes, and if you think about it, it's very much like a prop, uh, a cooking show for props. What I do is I will show in each episode how to take something like foam, how to cut it up, how to paint it, and in the end, you have Captain America's shield. Uh, that, was, that was a really good pitch. <laughs> I loved it. Like when you said you're like a cooking show, but but for props, I was like, yeah, yeah he's, he's the binging for he's the binging with Babish of props. <laughs> I thought that there you too. go. Because <laughs> like binging with Babish is like um, takes the prop format and turns it into a cooking show. Uh, there you go. I, I've seen a lot of stuff he makes, and it's amazing. Yeah, of course, if, we've we've been trying to get Andrew Ray from binging with Babish on for a while because. He, we've been wanting to do an episode about food, 
and okay. um, bit Andrew Ray makes um, on the Binging with Babbage channel, he makes food from pop culture. How much nerdier can you get when you're talking about food? Dude, so it, I, I watched his episode of him making eggs Woodhouse. That's like one um, of his first ones. Yeah. I know. I didn't know he did that. I, I went back through his back catalog and I watched it. Holy hell. It, that is an expensive meal. So our show is not an interview show. We don't normally do that, but we haven't had Odin back in so long that we just want to chat with him and talk about what he's been doing lately, all the changes on his channel and um, and in his life, and just um, have a conversation with Odin. So that's going to be our topic today. But first, yes, Michael, that's your cue. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, he's going to say something. <laughs> no, if, uh, honestly, you know, I am a big fan of Odin, so this was kind of my push too. So, But before we get into that, but first we have to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You? Brian, how do we play that? Well, the three of us will share the nerdiest things we did this week, and then at the end we'll use the Mike Myler widget system to vote and decide who had the nerdiest thing this week. Um, and Odin, since you are a guest, you get to go first. What was nerdy with you this week? Woohoo! What was nerdy with me this week? Well, I kind of did one main activity for the majority of this week. Um, I, uh, like I mentioned before, you guys may have heard, I've, I've got a little internet show thing that I do. And um, I had spent all of about four hours, I think, working on the project in the previous week. So Tuesday, I worked on it for about 15 hours or so, actually finishing up the build. Uh, Wednesday, I wrote the script and recorded the VO. And then Thursday night, uh, once I got off from work and away from another evening obligation, I started editing the video, got it all put together, and then at 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, having not gone to sleep, uh, I went ahead and posted it to the internets. Uh, the last, I got a night's sleep last night, and previous to that, the full real night's sleep I got was Monday night. Otherwise, it was an hour here or an hour there. Is that nerdy enough, or is that just insane? That, you know, here, <laughs> gone. It, it, it's hard to compete with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I do that like, to you guys a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> at, at least this wasn't a few weeks ago, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, that scares me a lot. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I want to share some feedback about the Loki video. Okay. Um, so the beginning of the video, the when the comments pop up, that sound scares the fuck out of my cat. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, pop, 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 pop. And my cat is like, someone's shooting at me. <laughs> okay. Uh, it that, breaks that, out because it starts, it starts having a Vietnam flashback. <laughs> Oh, I hate when that happens to cats. Uh, so that sound, I needed a sound, and I was uh, describing to uh, my friend at the time, uh, well, he's still my friend, uh, Neil, he was the cameraman, he helped me a lot in the beginning. Um, it's like, okay, I need a sound, it needs to be, you know, um, uh, royalty-free, and I need to make it like a popping sound, and I said, kind of like, you know, you put your finger in your mouth, and um, he just looks at me and says, why don't you go in the VO booth here and just do it? So that's that's me in the VO booth uh, at the PBS station making the popping noises by putting my finger in my mouth and just popping it out. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I love that. That's that's great. Dang. <laughs> Man, you, you look behind the curtain now. Yeah, look behind the curtain now. Oh, it's Odin sticking his fingers in his mouth. <laughs> so I know it's only been 21 hours since that video posted, but have you uh, gotten feedback yeah. from people who are trying to do it in foam? Um. I've gotten feedback from a couple of people who have done it in foam uh, and in um, 
in one case it was a smaller version and it, it seems to be fine um the craft foam would probably be too thin which is kind of what i was thinking about um because the majority of them who have done it have done it with the the format foam the 10 millimeter thick stuff and that's been doing just fine uh one woman said that she had made hers by carving down the the pink insulation foam and then covering it with uh i think she skinned it with with uh, mod podge or something or gesso or something and um so she was joking, saying, I'm sure her horns weigh more than mine do. Uh, and it didn't cause any problems. So that's good do to you, know. Do you ever look into what the original prop from the movies are made from? Um, I don't usually carefully look into it. Sometimes I do. But with uh, that particular prop, when I was just doing Google searches for Loki helmet, uh, there was a, a number of uh, gifts made of him, of Tom taking off the helmet from the first Thor movie. And how the back half would pop off, and then he could take off the top part of it because it was really tight around his head, and you uh, could just kind of see from the the colors and and the shape that it it looked like it was just uh, fiberglass to me. Okay. And then generally speaking, a lot of stuff like that's going to be fiberglass, and if it isn't a hard fiberglass, it'll be there's a uh, urethane rubbers that you can use that um, have a really they're really hard. Uh, it's, it's still technically a rubber. It'll still give. It won't crack or break when it falls, but it's it's a really dense rubber, and I'm trying to think of something to compare it to, and I can't at the moment. But, um, um, yeah. I was watching your Ant-Man helmet video, and as in many videos, um, um, hold on one second. There's a knock at the door. Oh. Oh. Um, well, as in a lot of your videos, we noticed that uh, the size was scaled up a little bit, and we thought it was really <laughs> interesting. And your ears were pinned back in a really awkward way in the in the mold. But you know, we got to say, other than that, it was uh, quite the ant build. <laughs> what, what I was going to share was, <laughs> do you have stock at a floor mat company yet? <laughs> I, I do not. I would love to uh, not necessarily have stock with Harbor Freight Tools, but uh, I thought it'd be great if uh, I could get any kind of uh, something going with them. I'd love to have like uh, I think I was joking about calling it a deck of gift cards. So, you know, something I could kind of give out or or such for because I'm yes. always saying, hey, Harbor Freight Tools, the mats are on sale again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see you make your Odin makes business cards that <laughs> out of floor mat. <laughs> out of floor mat. <laughs> I start tossing those foam discs. That's out. brilliant. <laughs> and this has just just with a Dremel tool, he he, he engraves Odin makes into it. And um, you could you could do a floor mat coaster with just your logo on it and have those at cons. That's actually not a bad idea. Just do a. <laughs> Like a floor mat or or craft foam coaster. Yeah, uh, I've I've got to play with a laser cutter once, and uh, it cuts the foam without a problem. Uh, of course, the foam shrinks because it's it's heat, right? Yeah. But um, it it works really well, and it's able to to etch the foam without a problem. So that is amazing. Does um, the so yeah? Have some of the older so videos been cut from the YouTube channel? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. No, I'm just I'm I'm. My view was wrong. Oh, there we go. That's most people's problem. So your, <laughs> so your nerdy thing was you oh, finishing yeah. out a nerdy project. That is amazing. Okay. That is beautiful dedication. Oh, yeah. We're doing, we're, we're doing What's Nerdy With You. I totally forgot. Yeah, we're playing a game. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so what's this nerdy happens with me? when I play games at home all the time anyway. <laughs> what's Nerdy With Me this week is um, my mom is in town. I'm visiting for a couple of weeks. 
um, she's a teacher, so she's off during the summer, and she she came down to see our apartment. And um, since I just moved to Portland, and um, we were driving somewhere, we've been doing things during the week, and um, she made a comment that she'd never heard my podcast before, and she felt bad. And I was like, I don't know if I want you to hear my podcast. I use early <laughs> language on there, and she was like, I'm sure it's fine. So and it's in. Turn it off. <laughs> We drove around listening to a bunch of episodes, and my mom said she liked the podcast and says it sounds very good and it's entertaining, and I've made me happy. That, that is, is awesome. awesome. Oh, you know, my my mom had had listened to a couple episodes of the podcast and said she really liked it too. So, I mean, I I understand your feeling because that feels good. <laughs> it, it's been what two years now, and it's like mom hadn't listened to it yet, and um, uh, and I was like, it was really cool for her to listen because I I really did not want her to. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of relate. I, it's not that I don't want my mom to to watch my show, but I know she hasn't because she's not she's not that much interested in the internet. So whatever. But is she one of those parents like grabs the mouse and speaks into it like Scotty? <laughs> Computer. Um, I don't think she has one at the moment. <laughs> well, mom, when I was planning the episode, mom um, heard the um, that we were doing the episode on you, and she wanted to see your channel, and she asked a question. Okay. Uh, well, because we were, I was showing her videos, and she goes, "Does he make anything other than masks?" <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> every every so, now and then. <laughs> so what, what what videos are you showing her? I mean, you only pick the ones that have. I mean. Well, I you know <laughs> the the last two were was a helmet and a mask, and then right. um, the playlist then, automatically jumped to Poe's helmet, of and course. then it jumped to Star Lord's helmet. So it was like all the the headpieces on your channel, all right. other than Thor's helmet. Other than Thor's helmet, right? Okay. Well, you didn't uh, com have coming up next week, I'm going to make Gimp's hood from uh, Pulp Fiction. So you know, uh, anyway, no. Are you really oh going to make Gimp's hood from Pulp Fiction? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who is requesting that? You need to pro screen their profiles. <laughs> you can just you can just borrow Michael's and use it as a plan. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, God. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to turn it into a thing, Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so that's that's me this week. It's just sharing nerdy stuff, my, my nerdy stuff with mom and and actually feeling good that she likes it. Um, Michael, what was nerdy with you this week? What was nerdy with me this week? In, well, my, my wedding anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. And my wife was sitting there and um, we were talking and she said... She, well, she said to me, you know, hey, I know there's uh, some shirts you really want. I'm like, yeah. She goes, I don't know which ones they're going to be, what they are. So go ahead, like hop online, show me the online store and we'll we'll go through them. So I got to go and pick out my own uh, wedding anniversary gifts, which I'm not mad about, but I got to but they got to be critical role shirts. And what's funny is she their new campaign. They have two. they have two shirts and I was going to get both the new shirts. So I, I put the, the what's called not the best detective agency and I get that shirt and I'm going to get the mighty nine shirt and they're only out of my size. I was like, oh, man, she goes, well, is there any other shirts you want to get? You know, just, you know, go to there and uh, go get another one of the shirts. You know, it's fine. You Isn't there another one you wanted anyway? I was like, yeah, I got a I got a I got a backup list. She's like, you got a backup list of shirts. <laughs> so um, one shirt they were completely out of stock on. And the Gilmore's Glorious Good shirts—they're completely out of that. And then I was like, "Oh, I wonder if they have the how do you want to do this shirt?" Which is—it's 
says, how do you want to do this on it? And it's because that's what Matt Mercer says when they kill bosses. And he's like, describe how you kill them. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I've been wanting, how do you want to do this shirt? And I go there. They only had my size. And so she's like, okay, you can order those. And I ordered them both. And then she goes, by the way, no matter when they come in, you can't have them till our anniversary. So I basically, what, what was nerdy with me this week? I just set myself up for torture. So um, we got Odin, who sleep-deprived himself for his nerdy business and, and his nerdy life. Which is we amazing. have me, who shared my nerdy business and life with my mom. And then we have Michael, who bought a shirt. Shirts. Two. <laughs> Funny, I was going to categorize it as, and then we have Michael who self-tortured. <laughs> you know, because with, he has with, a gift hood. With, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a whole bodysuit and like a Plus, little chamber underneath in the closet. Right, and he's got a tens unit he wears underneath it as well, right? Yeah, the um, yeah. tens unit. Well, he doesn't wear the tens unit when he's on the suspension thing with the hooks in his back. Oh no, you don't want to do that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you know, you have all that metal. Yeah. I'm plus, getting plus, so, so much. I'm getting so much more masochistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a Native American thing. It's a way of bringing about spiritual enlightenment. I am not Walt Longmire. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching American Horror Story. Um, um, oh, which uh, which one was it? It was um, the, the most recent one. Oh, the, the most recent one. That was um, uh, Cult. Roanoke. Cult. American yeah. Horror Story Cult. And yeah. there was an episode with a guy in a gimp in his attic, and it had to have been the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So he could just be in the guy's attic for like weeks and not, and he, and he was just a gimp. Yeah. It was pretty ter- terrifying. Okay. It made me hope that doesn't exist anywhere. Well, yeah. we're down to voting. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Um, um we, we, fun, yeah. we actually did pretty good. We're at 18 minutes before voting this time. Oh, okay. Um, Odin, better. <laughs> you have four widgets. Where do you put them and why? Where do I put them and why? I will put uh, two widgets with Michael because the whole joke about self-torture is just kind of went, went full circle. And um, I'll go ahead and put the other two widgets with you because you're uh, showing off me to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you were... You were uh, your own you're sharing your own stuff with your brother so i'll do that how's that and you too she liked your channel so yeah, yeah. Well, thank you she's gonna get a he's gonna get a text in a couple of weeks oh have you seen the new episode of the of this odin makes he's really good <laughs> he, he didn't do a mask this time <laughs> wow that was a spot-on impression of my mom it's a really good New York accent, Michael. I have actually that's not what my mom sounds like, but I have cousins no, that not. sound exactly like that. Wow. I was high, I was hyper exaggerating. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love your mom. She's great. <laughs> um I have a cousin that sounds exactly like Fran Drescher. Oh, you poor oh, person. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> um I am going to do what Odin did. I'm gonna give two to Odin and two to Michael. I think both of you equally deserve your nerdiness this week um michael what about you i'm gonna give odin three because that loki mask is amazing and brian you get one i want to give you more but because you know you're showing your mom you know our podcast and you showed your mom odin makes and anybody who shares the love of odin is is good in my book oh <laughs> you know so i mean i, I do want to give you more but i'm just yeah he 
he sacrificed sleep for his passion. Like passion. And, you know, honestly, sleep is a big deal for me. So when you said when people were like, yeah, I got like an hour of sleep last night because I was working on this video. I'm like, you, sir, are a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I got like three hours of sleep last night, but not because of anything nerdy. Um, I got up and I, I was just about just to fall asleep. And I heard a tapping sound, and I go in the bathroom, and there's water dripping from the ceiling. Oh, that's my life. Yeah, that's one of those great things to happen. So we had to wait for the emergency maintenance guy to come by. Oh, don't worry. It's just that dead body I stored up there five years ago. <laughs> we, we, think it, we think it might be the, the neighbors upstairs, because we, we turned our water off, and it didn't matter. We turned it back on. The dripping didn't start, and the dripping was happening when we heard water upstairs, so we think that their bathtub overflowed or something. Okay. Or, or it's just leaking behind the bathtub, or, yeah. 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 We really hope it's not or... like a pipe or something like that. Right. Well, the drain the, itself was leaking, yeah. Yeah. Like, the tub liner could actually be cracked. I, I lived in a house that had that problem. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, all these handy people talking about the actual thing that it might be. <laughs> hey, I, I could be completely wrong because I'm just, you know, this is what I heard off the Internet, man. <laughs> You've got so, Google open. <laughs> you won. You'll you'll get the widgets. Well, instantly we'll send them through the extra dimensional portal, but they're going to be um, they're going to be um, in a little barium layer and protected. So the radiation can't affect you until you're off the show. Yeah. Nice. They're going to be slightly irradiated. Don't worry. Uh, that's okay. Most things are <laughs> right on. So it's, it's coming in barium, not a beryllium sphere, but barium. All right. Yeah. I, um, so we're going to talk about you this morning. Oh, um, this is one of those episodes where we have an outline so we can ask you questions, but, um, it's good to have you back. Odin. It, it's been a while. It's been at least four months. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think it's been you a little more than that. You were just about to get your new studio. So that's how long ago was that? That's November. So that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. Then. I knew it was a lot longer than that. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so I managed to, I lucked into getting uh, some studio space with someone who I've worked with for years um, uh, up here in Sacramento. And I went from being in that kind of a two-car garage where I was shooting which was a uninsulated plywood box out in the middle of a field, practically, so it was nice and hot. Uh, I'm now in yeah. a uh, concrete building. I'm up on the north wall, so the sun never hits the, uh, the concrete directly. It's a uh, 16-foot-tall uh, ceiling. It's 20 feet wide by 30 feet deep. It's, it's a ton of extra space. And um, I'm in a, in a facility that proposed to be a uh, media center, so there's all sorts of additional equipment and other help that I can get. Uh, although typically I don't don't use it, but um, like when I needed to do some green green screen stuff for Ant Man and, and a few other things, I just walk into another part of the building where there's a permanently painted green wall and lights I can just turn on with switches. It's great. That is the best. You I know, it. I was wondering about that. Um, is it is it um, is it seamless? Like, does it have the little the little curve in the floor so it just goes seamless up to green? Yeah, it does. It has a little curve in the floor. Which we just put in maybe uh, April, I think. Is it? Um, this is my photo studio background creeping out. Um, sure. Is it supported? Like, do you have to stand away from the curve, or um, is it? Is it like supported? So, like, if someone wanted to ride a skateboard up it, they could. No, it is not supported. Both both the green one and uh, we also have a a white psych that is on two walls. 
the green one is just a couple of inches. It's a very small radius. Now, was, I uh, know what a psych is. Could you yes. describe that for our listeners? Yeah. Okay. A, a psych and is... And Michael. <laughs> <laughs> with a creaking chair. So, um, Sorry. So, Psych is a, a simplified uh, term for cyclorama. Uh, it is a uh, wall. It is a seamless wall that goes around you. It's, it's often used a lot in, um, well, both for photography, but uh, sound stages, uh, movie studios. Uh, um, what it is is you have your walls, and then there's a radius on the wall. So it's like a skateboard ramp, you said. Uh, typically, the radius is like 24 inches. And so it's a pretty big, wide radius. And the idea is that when you light it with lights, you can get the walls to be kind of equally lit and you, the corner disappears to the camera, especially on, a, on, a, on what's called a white site when the wall is all painted white. Like, you know, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercial. Um, it just everything kind of disappears because the white is so bright to the camera lens versus the person standing in front of it. It becomes an infinite white background. And generally, when you're working in a photo studio, someone else's photo studio that has a cyclorama, they tell you, don't walk too far back, don't pass this point, because it's not supported and you'll crack it. Yeah, because mo a lot of them, uh, ev even when it's a hard psych, which we have hard psychs versus soft, which is fabric, right? Uh, it's just drywall that's been uh, scored in the back. So you got to light, you, you cut it lightly to, to let it bend <laughs> and then mud over it to make it um, clear, to make it uh, smooth. But it's just drywall, and so yeah, you step on it, and you'll go right through it. Yeah, the um, the um, studio I used to work in was in the middle of upgrading, and they were going to they were building a new studio out in the middle of the desert, and they were building a supported psych, so you could take a skateboard up the side, and they even did that. They, they did some shots of skateboards in the air on the white background. Oh, fun! That's pretty cool. Yeah, of course. Cool then they, work then they had to toys. repaint it because they had like tire marks all over it, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, repainting Sykes is like regular. I, I think at the, the studio, the shared studio I used to use, they were repainting that thing every couple of weeks. Yeah, pretty much. Um, thankfully, we don't have to do it that much here at the media center because we don't, uh, not having that much traffic come through, but, uh, which sounds bad, but it's, you know, it's okay. Um, we painted it with uh, the concrete porch paint. There's a type of paint you can get that's uh, made for extremely high traffic for painting concrete floors. So we just got white of that, and that's what we painted the whole thing with. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, it actually so it, cleans. <laughs> it actually sounds like you're having a lot of fun in this new studio space and doing really good work. And I what, am. I got more questions about the studio space before we move on from that. <laughs> okay, oh, go ahead. He was wrapping it up, but sure. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like he was gonna, and I'm like, no, don't do that. Um, <laughs> which, what are some of your favorite new things you can do there that you couldn't do before? Um, see specifically, uh, what, what can? No, keep it very vague. Okay, well, there's that thing <laughs> with the stuff, and so that's always kind of cool. Oh wow, that's uh, yeah. So I've. Um, Let's see. <laughs> what to say that doesn't sound pathetic? Well, I know um, you have a higher ceiling. Oh, I have a high, much higher ceiling. Yeah, uh, actually, I have a. I built a light grid. It's just. Uh, it's just actually two pieces of pipe that are crossed. But uh, it's nice actually having um, the light grid where my additional the cameras I have set up that just look at the table are also supported off this grid. And there's a light switch in the wall, and I turn it on, and all the lights and uh, and the power for those cameras all come on. Everything's LED, so it's it's low power. It doesn't. It's not like I'm going to blow a circuit. Um, that's really enjoyable. 
the 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 size of the space and it is all mine is great you know having 20 by 30 uh and a 16 foot wall i've got space to hang all sorts of things uh which is great um and then it's it's nice uh and and you know this is kind of the pathetic thing the the media center is maybe 12 13 minutes drive to uh the the station that i work at whereas where i live it's usually a 45 minute drive to an hour drive in traffic to get to the station so uh i've got a futon and i routinely crash there that's fine (laughs) that is a perfectly fine thing to share that is not pathetic at all that is the kind of thing you look for in a studio space was a a place to crash and hide (laughs) yeah absolutely Safe place, bro. Safe yeah, place. I was I was gonna lean more in the direction of close to work, and <laughs> you can you can you can work a little bit too hard on Odin makes, and then go to just go to work the next day. <laughs> oh, I did that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The um, we're we're so happy for you. The the space is fantastic, and it looks like I mean, it looks like your prompts amped up the second you got it. Yeah, you're right. It kind of. Um, I think a, a a big plus is just the the temperature difference. Um. We went through and actually put a little bit of uh, warehouse-style insulation on the, t- on the roof itself uh, just to cut down on, like, radiating heat. But um, it's not a miserable sweat box, and I'm not 100% forced to only start working at 1 in the morning because, hey, now it's actually down to only being 90. <laughs> yeah, you can work a little longer. You can, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. So um, we talked a little bit about your recent props Um you want to talk a little bit more about like what you've been doing lately? Oh, no, no, hold on. Oh, you, what's your question, you, Michael? You cut, you cut me off. You, you, you. I, I had the perfect segue planned. No, we're doing this here. Well, we already <laughs> established that abuse is your thing, so I'm, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> well, if he's wearing the hood, is he abusing or is he the one being abused? <laughs> you got some different roles going on here. Don't, don't, don't switch it up. Uh, yeah, are you, are you, are you just self masochistic or are you masochistic? You need a sadist in your life. So, Owen, you're having a lot of fun in this new space. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> and, you know, it's actually really awesome. I, I mean, and it, we can tell you're having a lot of fun in this new space because we have been watching you build a lot of your props in this new space. And they, I have to say, you know, watching the builds is amazing considering, you know, a lot of your props here have been like looking through the list now. They have just been amazing. Like, uh, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your recent ones? I think the last ones we talked about were, um, yeah, back were in the Infinity Gauntlet, um, yeah. the really? Samaritan from Hellboy, um, the Saiyan Scouter. Yeah, right. I think that's way back where we were the last time you were on. Yeah, I think you had just built the Samaritan. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, that was November. We talked about the Infinity Gauntlet, so well, the Infinity that was at the same time, right? I think so. Th- yeah, those were one right, one right of the other, if I remember right. I maybe do not have my channel open in front of me. Maybe uh, we didn't talk about the Infinity Gauntlet on the show. Maybe we just shared it on the Facebook page, and I'm just creating a conversation in my head. I think maybe that that could be the case. Well, you had you did you had built the Samaritan. Yeah, I think you were getting ready to build the Gauntlet. Oh, okay, huh? But uh, there have been a good amount of builds since good. then, and they're great. Thank so, you. There's all right. Few. So you don't have the channel in front of you, so let's just throw a few out there. So That's fine. Barbasol Cryocan from Jurassic Park. 
Yeah. That just seems like such a oddly specific, weird prop. You really got requests for that? I really got requests for that. Yeah. I don't I don't fabricate the requests that pop up at the beginning of the show. Those are all real. He doesn't have and, that much time. Oh, yeah, that's a big part of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really did get requests for it. And um, uh, I was also... One of the things to try and, and capture an audience on YouTube is to, to attempt to be somewhat timely. Uh, and with Jurassic World coming out, it uh, seemed like, oh, well, I'll do this. And it actually did, did well. The, that video, what, that was my second the most, well, whatever. It's, um, no, it was three videos ago now. Uh, that's 260,000 views, something like that. 260,000. Yeah, do, so, do you time your posts with what's out? I, 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 when I can, I try to, yes. So like there's a predator movie coming out in September. I want to do a predator build. I've been planning on it since the movie was announced to be last February. They keep pushing it back, but, um, I haven't started my build yet, but I, I do want to do a predator movie and I'm looking at doing something for the bumblebee movie because, um, the only way I can grab a new audience online because nobody's looking for Odin makes who hasn't already heard of it. Uh, is to do something that somebody is searching for. Uh, and so by grabbing uh, these other larger movies or video games and, and becomes this how-to video featuring this, whatever the property is, uh, it can actually pop up in uh, when people are searching for it in general. And I, can, I have seen spikes in um, subscribers and views based on what the property was that I was making a prop from. Does that make sense? I, I want to yes. know what you're going to make from Predator. <laughs> I'm yeah, looking at, I'm sitting okay. here wondering. Um, I'm going to do the face mask is what I really want to do. <laughs> Another mask. <laughs> Another mask, yep. <laughs> well, the two things that was coming down to it for me was either the face mask or the wrist blades. And between the two of them, I think the face mask is more interesting. I always like the staff. What about the wrist bomb? Especially <laughs> if you can make a staff that can make the... Um, that can extend out like impossibly no, and, and can make the three laser lights, the, the little triangle of lights on something has laser pointer built into it. So it can make the little three triangle, the little triangle. You, you, okay. know, you go ahead. So we, we, I think we've, we've just sat here and decided, Odin, you have to make the mask, the wrist blades, the, the staff oh, okay. and the shoulder gun. Yeah. And, you uh, need to make and the shoulder gun. cosplay. You just have you, to make a full cosplay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, look, it's Odin dressed as a predator. It's a fat predator. We, uh, <laughs> We can't suggest it's the all predator. Any, it's we the all can't predator. suggest any more cosplays for Odin until he makes the um the the Warhammer 40k miniature with the stand cosplay. Oh yeah, because we I requested think. that last time. Yeah, That's you right. have the height now in your studio, so now you, and you and like one arm has to be painted wrong. Nerd <laughs> Podcast Radio. We share what Odin will never make. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If you ever made like your an actual 40k figure with the base under you like that, you would you would you really would be a god. <laughs> so I was looking at your um, Leviathan axe from God of War four, and you made it light up um, as runes on the blade. Yeah. Now I was skipping through the video to see parts because I you know prep for the episode. I don't watch every single video. Sure. I you know I skip through and just like see little details yeah. i did not see how you did that how did you get the light to light up through the because that was foam right yeah yeah it's all foam so how do i get it to light up through it the yeah. um, the axe is 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 kind of like uh it's layers like an ogre um 
I took the, I I had a LED strip that I purchased from Amazon, and uh, I affixed it to a piece of really thin plastic. It was actually uh, a picture frame plastic, and so that was uh, and that was cut to be in the shape of of the axe. And I had drawn the rough outline of the of the runes on that little piece of plastic, so I could put the lights down exactly where I needed them. And then on either side, I took the really thin white packing foam that's used sometimes with computer parts and and things. It's just it's a milky white closed cell foam and I, I had glued that on either side of it and then put craft foam on top of that because then I've got the really bright lights, the translucent um, white foam and then the craft foam that'll block light. And so then I came back with a hot knife and cut lines into the craft foam down into the, the translucent foam to let the light come shine through. So yeah, I think I said that in, in a way that's understandable. That was kind of what I figured. Okay. And it was, yeah, because, but seeing you, cut through um with the burner uh-huh and seeing the light come through it it was like you were it was like you were odin forging a weapon <laughs> well yes uh okay cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes i was um yeah i i was hoping that would work out like i did because you, you have a tendency to when you're making video to think about how it's going to look, right? It's the whole point of like being a director, kind of, and um, knowing that okay, if I have the down shot with a with the camera that's facing down on the table and the lights on, and I start cutting it, and the light will shine through. And I was hoping it would work. I was really hoping that that um, the light would be bright enough that it, the studio lights wouldn't compete with it and wash it out. And I was really glad when it didn't. Oh, it was really neat. I, I that's that's just showcasing your skill right there in that video so if you haven't seen the leviathan axe video even if you're not familiar with god of war it's a really cool prop build video i'm, I'm very excited that uh sac anime is coming up because uh, I'm, I'm in sacramento california and um so sac anime is a huge convention that happens twice a year and the one coming up on labor day weekend christopher judge is going to be there so the guy who does the voice of kratos and so, yeah, I, I wanna, love that guy. I want to take my axe and, and have it signed. And if I had any kind of like Stargate weapon, I'd bring that too, but I don't. So, oh, you have to make a rest staff. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to skip around in our outline a little bit because this sounds like a good segue. Uh oh, um, you were just at Monterey Comic Con. I was just at Monterey Comic Con. Yes. And it was enjoyable to be at Monterey Comic Con because unlike most cons where I've gone to where you stand in line and get your ticket and go in, I was invited to be a guest at the Monterey Comic Con. Ooh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, Did you have a booth? I had a booth. I actually had a 10 by 10 booth. They had set up um, well, some cons have a separate like vendors room and then a guest room of the Monterey Con, which was in their convention center. They had, we had put us all together. There was just kind of a one one section was for the guests and the other section were for uh, vendors. I was smack dab in the in the middle of the back wall. With a ten by ten uh, booth, uh, pipe and drape, and I had brought in some uh, wire rack shelving type stuff and and set up a bunch of my props. Um, when I got there, there was a banner in my booth uh, with my picture on it, like you know, this is where you go. So like, this is really cool. Um, <laughs> and the the biggest thing that was just exciting, I don't I don't know how to put it, it was like crazy. Uh, on the outside of the convention center for Monterey Comic Con, they had set up a, uh, a giant banner, you know, this 20 foot by 20 foot banner or whatever it is, with their super superhero logo and their name. And it says, with guests, Tori Bellici, Odin Makes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I got second billing underneath a Mythbuster. You know, this is awesome. 
That's really um, cool. Oh, it was great. And then I get inside, and so I've got my booth, and just right next door to it is Tori's booth. It's like, oh, this is really cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> was it the first time you've met Tori? Yes, it was the first time I met Tori. And, oh, and I was... Been- Oh, it was awesome. I was just hoping that I could, you know, talk to him. That's all I really wanted, right? Um, and of course, I'm completely intimidated uh, when he, when he first comes in because, oh, here's an actual guy from TV versus me doing my thing on the internet, um, which is kind of my view on it, which I suppose isn't that healthy. Um, finally, got to talk to him, and he just lights up and Odin. I love the the Rick and Morty portal gun build, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, th- 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 total. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> thank you. Oh. Uh, yeah. He knows my work. <laughs> you know, oh, he knows. Yes, exactly. And so he does, and he's a he's a, a super nice guy. And um, it was a lot of fun getting to talk to him. And I got to talk to him actually a lot. Uh, and the one thing that was really funny to me that I had brought up, we were uh, I was talking about how in uh, community college uh, I had managed to get a hold of the paperwork to be able to fill out to do an internship at ILM. And uh, it was a real simple form at the time. It was just a single sheet of paper printed up. And I ended up talking myself out of it because ILM was was in Marin. And how am I going to go do an unpaid internship and be able to, to afford to live in Marin? Uh, and so I never actually did the paperwork and turned it in. Well, he laughed and said, well, he actually did do the paperwork. He got the same paperwork because we're almost exactly the same age. And um, he turned it into ILM and they turned him down. Oh, wow. <laughs> They turned him down? Yeah, they turned him down uh, from directly out of community college, which, of course, was was disappointing. But he went yeah. about, went on and made friends with uh, Adam Savage and, and, and uh, stalked uh, Jamie Heineman because he knew where he knew that Jamie was doing colossal pictures somewhere close to where he was living at the time and finally got a job with Jamie. And then so because of Adam was able to go work at ILM when, uh, you know, in the mid 90s when they're starting to ramp up for doing episode one. And he said the first day he walked into ILM, he brought his denial letter and held it over his head and said, I'm here anyway, bitches. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to tell you, Odin, I watch Adam's channel and I like yours better. Uh, Wow. Thank you. Well, it's not it's it's because and now I've got to word this correctly. Sure. You are being recorded. I couldn't do (laughs) the crap he does. And you specifically make your channel and your props doable by anybody thank you you know there's there's prep involved and you you have to practice some skills sometimes but your your props are just so accessible and so you know anybody can just work a little hard and make your props adam stuff right you need a digital display lathe in order to turn yeah Yeah. (laughs) it reflects his his level it and but i've seen I've seen what you can do when you're not making things for, you know, like you've shared other things you've done and I can see what you do when you're not making things that other people could do like for your channel and you're, you're at that similar level. So it's cool that you have made a channel that is acceptable, accessible to the common man where Adam's channel is really cool to watch, to see him show off his skill, but that's what he's doing. But yours is cool to watch too. Yours is cool to watch too. <laughs> thank you. I didn't. I didn't think he was saying that mine wasn't cool to watch. But yeah, uh, thank you for reflecting the awkwardness, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I had to be really delicate there because I'm. Yeah, I'm never, otherwise, it's like never well, saying in a million years. years but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I gotta go. I gotta go, and and don't call me.
No. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I, I would be in. I'd be up in Portland murdering Brian right now. <laughs> Never upset Odin. We need him to be a regular guest. Michael needs to get his fix. Thank you for coming last minute, by the way. Oh, you're very yeah. welcome. Yeah. That's a that's a yeah. big thank you. Yeah. Um. Did um. Did you do any panels at the convention? Yes, I did. Um. I uh. It was I uh, the first. I did what four panels? One on Friday. Well, I don't know. No, I'm not really right. But anyway, it was a three-day con, and I did at least one panel each day. And that first one was a builder's panel with me and Tori, and that was a lot of fun. That's um, where some of those stories came from. What kind of questions were you asked so I can write them down for our next episode when we have you on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have a little uh, bit of deja vu happen. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think it was, how do I get inspiration for doing the props? Uh, how much prep work do I do for doing the videos? Um, it was fun, um, Tori, you know, letting us know that, uh, which you know, was kind of obvious, but still that Adam's one day bills are never one day. And then now there's a t-shirt for that, but, uh, does it just say one day builds with an asterisk? Yeah, basically never take one day. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, also he has a, he will have a number of people helping him who are off camera. Often he gives them credit. So it's not like he's trying to hide it, but, um, yeah, yeah um, Tori was, uh, impressed that uh i'm a one-man show um I, I i try to make my props be accessible to everyone like you say but when i go in there i fire up the cameras i uh you know i do all the building of of, of the, what the prop is and then when the cards are full i turn turn the cameras off take them up and just them into the computer and then when i'm done building and i have all this long footage because i don't turn the cameras off i get in creative rain i don't think about being a cameraman so i don't turn the camera on, camera on get a shot turn the camera back off i've got four cameras maybe five running constantly the entire time i'm there and then i'll come down to uh, a timeline that has 14 hours of footage on it you know five layers deep because of the cameras some sometimes not five but anyway and then i start having to cut that down to make a 10 minute video or a 13 minute video Honestly, I would say that is insane, but then I remember your day job. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little insane. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a video editor for PBS, so it is something I'm kind of used to doing. But what's funny is how often I'll hear about other people at the PBS station talk about how impossible it is to do uh, to sync up multiple cameras that don't, don't have a mechanical sync. Because um, when you want to sync cameras, then... All the uh, all the time codes in the camera because each frame has its own code of, of where it is in time, right? Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll all match up, and so it becomes very easy to switch between camera angles. And uh, you also want to have the camera synced because then all the audio will always match up. Because if you don't, even um, electronic cameras, they'll kind of uh, what what is it? It's not wave. Um, they'll they'll go out of sync. Basically, they run at slightly different paces. Their their internal clocks aren't anatomically uh, aren't you know anatomically correct yeah it's not like i, I said the wrong word <laughs> aren't exactly the same so on a timeline after a couple of minutes and especially after an hour um the audio will will slip by a few frames and so you have to keep constantly move it back and forth in order to make if it's really important for lip sync or something in order to make sure that the audio is always correct with what the video is um and it's just weird to me that I, I hear the complaint about this, and I think I do this every week. It's not that big of a deal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> See, he hears guys that aren't like daytime video <laughs> editors for a TV channel, and they're like, "Man, it's so hard." It's actually like, dude, that's a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's a Tuesday. What do you what? <laughs> 
Oh, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool as a cucumber attitude for all this is just it, it's a highlight, Odin, honestly. And we love it. We really enjoy watching your work. And I have to say, if, if you ever get invited to do a con down here, we will <laughs> hey, just be like, I got a crew down there. They they need uh, I'm going to need passes for them, too. They help me build and take down stuff. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I believe I was there. offered an extra pass for Monterey if I needed one. Now anyway, that I'm in Portland, I live really close to Rose City Comic Con. I'm sure that would be a great convention for you to do. Hey, do you know anybody who runs Rose City Comic Con? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Brian's the guy that, that that hooks that gets the hookups. He's like, hey, I met this dude. Yeah, come to find out, he owns Wizards at the Coast. He hasn't met that guy yet, but I actually there. went to um <laughs> I went to a bar the other night to sing karaoke, and I met a guy who has a Kickstarter for a new um tower defense game. So. Yeah, I'm, I I meet people all the time. Oh yeah. Well, you had lunch with the guy who in who made Sirenscapes. To me, that's amazing. Well, I yeah, you know, I had dinner with him. Lunch, dinner, different. okay. Yeah. Um, right, that's cool. Yeah. But and I and I played Pathfinder with him. That's yeah. the that's the really cool part. Yeah, that's wow. the kicker. <laughs> um, I'd be happy to go to the Rose City Comic Con. Uh, I haven't been here long enough to have done the research for all the conventions yet. I'm not that good. He's, um, no, he's getting the work in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you did Monterey comic con, you did some panel, but you, you also been doing more work outside of your channel and involving your day job. So you were, you, when you were on before you talked about the Emmy, you won a while back. Right. Um, you had new, you have new Emmy news now. I have new Emmy news. Uh, I was able. I, I was able. I was. I had an Emmy nomination again this year. So. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, what's actually fun is every year that I've been with the station, I have gotten uh, an Emmy nomination, but I've only won the once. Still, I've been. I've been, I've gotten nominated, and that that in itself is actually something because not everyone gets nominated, right? I mean, there's 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 a few that are done. There's quite a few, but still. There's a lot more people who submit than actually get nominated. Yeah, it really um, reflects the quality of your work. Yeah, yes. Um, I was nominated for a documentary on the Boomer's Guide to Growing Older. I was an assistant editor on it, and uh, or I, I shouldn't say assistant editor. A lot of the pieces that we do at the station are, are documentaries, and they're done in segments. They're done uh, little pieces, little chapters. And so I had done a number of the pieces for it, as well as I believe I was a, uh, an additional cameraman for that um for the show so uh it was really nice to be uh nominated for the show you know to be, to be part of the crew that was nominated um still that's awesome right yeah and then yeah so well i mean editing is one of those invisible jobs and yes. just getting any kind of recognition for it must be amazing uh yes it is actually and and you're right it is an invisible job i've i've, I've talked about that uh before that if you're doing, I think that if you're doing editing right, no one will notice you did it. So you're actually trying really hard to not be noticed. Isn't that what the Nebula said to Bender? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it may true. Not be. Yeah. <laughs> I um, think it was probably based on some, you know, really, really old aphorism. Had, had to be, honestly. There's no yeah. way comedy writers came up with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, then again, I, I follow Matt Myra and Andy Secunda uh, on Star Trek TNC, so there's a chance. <laughs> I, um, I, um, 
forgive me if I've asked this before, so it might be a little bit of deja vu. It just it popped into my head, but I have this weird feeling that I've probably asked you before. What's it like working at a PBS TV station? Uh, actually, it's really cool because um, you are making TV and, and, and you are making uh, video content, but it's not the uh, – I haven't worked it, at any of the station, but what I've heard about it is it's not the hectic, crazy um, get everything done right now for, for tonight's broadcast that the majority of news stations uh, have. You're not running out in the morning, uh, you having to find a story, run out in the morning to go and shoot the story, bring it back, and ha- have the editor crash it together in, you know, okay, we got 25 minutes to air, get it done, and then put it up on air. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it is a really awesome balance of working at a, at a TV station and having a, a, effectively a government job. Well, that's and, not bad. Uh, no, and 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 from my point of view, because of um, having worked with a number of other YouTube channels and uh, and other productions where it is more of the okay, we're shooting for fifteen hours today. You know, here we go. It's not stressful. I mean, it is. You got your deadlines coming up, but compared to what I've done before, it is not uh, not crazy stressful. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. Well, I you know I have to say I went camping with my family last week and we actually did cabin camping you know for first time we usually do tent camping okay but i, but I had five i had four little girls uh, in this cabin and everything and you know when it's like at night and we're inside and everything all i can say is the san diego pbs channel saved us because oh. that was the one thing that calmed them down so uh, so i know it's i know you don't work for pbs san diego but i'll no. tell you right now it's pbs so thank you <laughs> you're welcome so but you know and I, I just gotta say, because you do all these editing, you're, you're an amazing editor. You build all your props uh, yourself. Like you're amazing people, apparently. Like who are high up there, you know, being a one man operation. I know I was impressed when I first saw you on the DIY prop uh, prop shop, and then when you transitioned to your own stuff, I was even more ecstatic. So and. But I got to say, you are, like Brian said, you're doing more stuff outside of your shows, and it's getting more and more interesting, especially like what I saw you posting a few weeks ago about a costume bike race. Uh, yes. The the costume bike race is the, uh, I'll, I'll say it in the wrong order, I'm sure, Connect Grand Championship. It happens up in Humboldt. Um, this was the 50th race, and it's an annual race. Um, but it is a human powered art car race. Uh, so what, what happens is people will take primarily bicycles, but not exclusively and make them into a crazy per, uh, parade floats. I don't know. How would you want to describe it? Um, and then it's a 47 mile race over three days from, uh, Arcata, California to, uh, Ferndale, California. And it goes on streets, down a beach. It goes over water, so the the, the uh, vehicles have to be, you know, uh, amphibious. Um, it goes down a uh, a hill that is a, a steep downgrade for nearly a mile, and then oh um, my gosh, yeah, and then you cross another uh, a river, and then it's a nice, like picturesque going into Ferndale. It's like calendar picturesque going through uh, Dairyland. It's all flat and green and beautiful, and you oh, cruise wow. into the finish line the last day. It's great. <laughs> that's great. But, so, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're oh, right. that's okay. It's just it's the costumes is what makes it really weird and fun, and and, and the themes because every team is in, uh, encouraged to have a theme. Uh, and so our theme was uh, a, a mashup of Mad Max and plants. So it was uh, you know kind of Mad Plants they were calling it. So we had the newer Fury Road vehicle, uh, the the vehicle that. 
Mad Max was on the front of when he was the blood bag still. Oh, Basically, yeah, yeah. The, it, was, it was a double bike car, so it had four wheels, and then it had kind of the jalopy body on it, but then instead of a motor, it had a giant uh, Venus flytrap coming out of it, and there was a <laughs> rope you could pull that made the mouth open and close. Okay, that's that's so cool. Yeah, I was looking at some of the pictures of Sergei's costume. I was like, oh man, that is like Mad Max. And I saw all the plants. So I was like, oh man, they, 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 this has got to get explained. This is amazing. <laughs> yep, this was, is great. It was it was Mad Plants. And so there's a support crew always that goes with these things because you want to be able to trade out pilots. The people who are actually pedaling the uh, the main float, um, yeah. the main art car, um, as well as just other members who can push it up hills because when you're doing the beach, there's a point where you have to go up a very steep um, hill and onto what's called dead man's drop, which is just this straight down practically, you know, the wheels fold and buckle at this dead man's drop. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, uh, you need your support crew. So all the support crew is just on basic bikes typically. Uh, and everyone is, it is encouraged for everyone to be dressed, to be part of the same team. That's good. So, yeah, I, I took an old costume I had made for Burning Man, and uh, originally it was an Israeli gas mask, which is the the black like face mask that uh, you know it's a gas mask. Yeah, with a I cancer. Sure. I thought it looked like. really great. Uh, I, I ditched the gas mask. I don't know if you, if you guys have ever worn one, but um, even though it's set up with a uh, a valve system to keep uh, air flowing over the eyes so they don't fog up, they fog up. And there was no way I was going to try and ride a bike wearing uh, a, a rubber gas mask. So I uh, took the double hose uh, attachment that I had made to go to go to the front of the gas mask and then reconfigured it to fit into a industrial dust mask. Um, so it became just this over it was over my mouth and over my nose. It was a black rubber mask with this double hose that ran up into the front of it. And then uh, the goggles I wore were ones that I had made. A couple of years ago from totally from scratch it was from like stereo parts and and, and acrylic um so i wore those uh goggles and then this this black mask and it kind of looked like a mad max bane thing oh wow <laughs> that is that is great so for the race you uh you said it's three days are you constantly going do you have like a breast break period overnight time oh yeah that's a break period overnight time there's actually there is uh because Race is, is the right word for it, but it's it gives the wrong mental image because you're not out there at breakneck speeds trying to to compete for time. I mean, there's there's guys that do. It's more of an endurance race. Uh, there's a time you start, and then there's a cutoff time. And if you don't make it before the cutoff time, you 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 still are participating in the race, but you're now kind of out of the ability to. They call it ace the race, which is to actually be a you know, one of the elite racers that make it within the window of when you're supposed to. Okay. And so the race goes, uh, it's like eight hours the first day, I think uh, nine or 10 hours the second day, and then seven hours the last day. Um, and yeah, the the first night, everyone, once they get to the to where they go, they pack up their bikes and, 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 and basically go back home where they're staying. Uh, the second night, it's uh, after you go down that uh, that long, steep hill, you uh, ride into the wind for like three three miles or something, going towards the beach, and on, on a lovely road that legitimately is called Cannibal Island Road. And, Good lord, <laughs> yes, great. <laughs> and when you get to the end of it, it's a giant uh, camping area in 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 a pasture, uh, right next to the at beach. the end of Cannibal Island Road. At the end of Cannibal Island Road, you go camping. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> horror great. movies start that way with a giant bonfire, which horror movies start with. No, it's, it's 
it's it's kind of like a mini Burning Man in a way. It's really really cool. That's that's awesome. So your the support teams do they are they just there for pilot switch out and um, like pushing the thing or do they also help if like if there's a repair required? Yeah, they'll help with repairs. And 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 often uh, people in the team helped with actually building everything as well. You know, I personally have it because I'm not in in that area, but uh, a lot of them will help build the build the actual uh, machine as well. So it's 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 a everyone on the teams have uh, overlapping roles and do what they can to help move the move the race along. Oh wow! Well, so I, I did see some of the photos from it you know, uh, that you had posted and everything, and it, it looked like amazing fun. Uh, were you able to run the pilot car at all, or I mean, the the bike at all, or was it? And if you did, was it hard to to pedal, or was it surprisingly easy? It was surprisingly easy. They when uh, after they came out of the river, because uh, there's the there's the, the aquatic uh, portion, right? Uh, once it came out of the water, uh, I got to ride it with with uh, my friend Joe Gillis, who's who was the the connection for getting me up there, um, up to where we would take a break for for lunch. Because uh, there's uh, on Saturday, there's a designated. This is where we're gonna have lunch. Um, it was actually very easy. Uh, it would. There was some up and down hills a little bit. It was you know just just normal, nothing you know, no crazy. It was in San Francisco, but uh, uh, Scott had designed the machine with such gearing that um, you just kind of moved it up and down, and it was not that big of a deal at all. It was it was really really well done. Oh, that's a, that's awesome! You see, you live the life, man. You get to ride in costume bike races with yes. Mad Max car bikes. You get to build these amazing props. You get Emmy nominations. You go to conventions as guests. You meet guys who are on MythBusters. Right, got to party with them and party we, with them. Um, yeah. Can we grab those photos off your Facebook page and post them on ours on um on Wednesday when we go live? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you. Because yeah, you are amazing, good sir. Thank you. There's a reason why you were the all father. By the way, I finally saw a picture of you with uh, one of your sons. Uh, go, I think he was going to see Ant Man. I was like, he's right. He is taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> so, but honestly, th- th- I had a lot of. It, we're unfortunately we're out of time because. I'm sorry. No, and for, it's unfortunately that we're out of time because I want to keep talking to you. I, you you have such really good stories and your builds are amazing and we could ask you questions all day. So this just is safe to say that you are coming back. We uh, have yeah. four minutes to do movie described badly and promotions and out. So let's really? let's yeah. <laughs> this we is the internet. Do this. What do you mean we're t- we got time limits? Oh, all right. <laughs> so okay. So Odin, it, uh, we do. You remember describing movies badly? Well, we have changed it now. You have to get now. You have to describe movie badly, and we have to try and guess what it is. It's kind of a round robin thing. As the guest, and we won't we make you go first because I was going to say you yeah. can go first as the guest, but if you if can't, you, can't if think you of you a movie, if you want to describe right, a movie badly. And get us to guess. Feel free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will give you. I, I'll do mine to give you an idea of how this works. Um, a young boy um, accidentally crosses a border and gets caught caught by immigration, and he has to find his family to vouch for him. But his family doesn't support his life choices, so he has to find his long lost father to um, reconnect with him and get his father's blessing, so he can get back into his his own country. Star Wars. That's good. That's not what. No, but no. <laughs> Oh God, Michael! <laughs> you want to make a guess? I'm trying to think. Um, I can't think of it. No, man, that is really rough for me. It is Coco. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yep. okay. I got gotcha. you. So, I Michael, gotcha. you got one? 
Oh, do you got one? Oh, yeah. Uh, because last time we played this game, it was uh, you know a year ago, and it was oh we're gonna do this movie. So I I didn't like plan ahead at all. Yeah, we then yeah I I, I didn't I probably didn't describe. And it then we well, get and I then said. we come to you like last second and be like hey you gonna be on Did, you yeah, know you're gonna be on and now oh it, we got four minutes left come up with something like, <laughs> uh, a, a girl and three friends go on a killing spree I don't, uh, <laughs> oh wow what the heck movie is that well, well it was, it was oh, one that's from the internet yeah it's one from the internet it's not very fair. Um, what a girl in a her, her, her uh, what is it a girl a girl arrives in a town and kills and meets up with three friends who go off and kill again I think it was something and like set that. out to kill again it, it's what uh, is Wizard of Oz yeah. oh that's a good one no that's fine I did I'd never heard that before that was fine. Oh. okay so a wealthy business owner decides that he's getting really overstressed and lonely because he hasn't met anybody since his wife died and his daughter books him on a cruise where he finds love unexpectedly with the last person he would expect and then he ends up saving the world why are you doing Hotel Transylvania 3 ah <laughs> was it really yeah I haven't seen it yet I haven't either I've only seen the trailer <laughs> yeah I've seen the trailer I'm gonna tell you right now I did see it and it's actually pretty good oh okay the ending the the, the whole end thing it's a it's a DJ battle at the um, end of the movie it's great now listeners have heard this before but last week we had um, no not last week we had a few weeks ago we had Adam Meyer on and she did um, guys are on a ship and they have to get off riding on cats <laughs> Top Gun. Okay. As they fly. Tomcat. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, the, the the game is a lot of fun. We we never give anybody any prep time, so don't feel like we're we're it's totally on the up. spot. All right. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Except for you guys. Yeah. I don't prep. Do you okay. prep, Michael? No. Literally, right when you say, hey, we're going to do uh, movies described badly, I just open up an IMDb page where it's like most popular movies or top rated movies. And I just start looking through ones and be like, I can describe that one. That's oh, what okay. I do. <laughs> oh, That's it is? not what I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I open the top 250 and just scroll down and find a movie that I think I can describe badly. Same here. Have you guys seen the trailers for Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Oh, have man. Have you seen it yet, I've Odin? I have not seen it, but I've seen uh, the teaser for it. Yeah. You haven't yeah. seen the full trailer yet? I don't think I've seen the full trailer yet. So, Dude, oh, I can't wait for that movie to come out. So yeah, um, awesome. I, I have something really important to say. Okay. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to burn out than to fade away. Sorry. Odin. Yes. Um, you have you have some really important stuff to share to promote your um, your work, and you got some cool promotions going on. Why don't you let us know what those are? Um, the cool promotions I now I, I actually started a T-shirt campaign with a company called Bonfire. Uh, the first major campaign ended, but it was successful, so they're going to allow it to continue. Basically, it's an Odin makes T-shirt. It's it's the logo on uh, on the T-shirt of your choice, practically. There's uh, links for it on the Ant Man video, and we shared we shared the link to the Bonfire page on our Facebook page, so ah, you can yes. find that there. Um, we've also shared it on Twitter. Wait, wait, wait. I can still get the shirt? I thought it was over whenever I was ordering my, my shirts. Oh, man, I could have got an Odin Make shirt. Actually, <laughs> you still can. Uh, somebody recently did order one, and I got an email from Bonfire saying, congratulations, your campaign has been renewed. So uh, a new two-week campaign started. And, and uh, same same link from the Ant Man video. Yeah, same link from the Ant Man video. It'll it'll work. There was a minimum that I had to reach the first time, and now uh, if a campaign ends, even if this like second campaign ends, the minimum to start a new campaign is one. So if there's one order, they will print it and ship it out, which is actually pretty cool. 
I didn't understand that at the time, so I made the uh, made it a little more, you know, this is it. But and I you know, and as it. usual, I wasn't paying attention to what Odin said oh, about man. his about his campaign. <laughs> so I just went on Google Images and searched for the shirt, and then found the bonfire link through there, and saw that I could still order shirts, and then I shared that. <laughs> that's fine uh, I oh man I'm gonna have to try and get an Odin make shirt now <laughs> oh man because I, I do want to support you thank you um, I appreciate that I want to get serious real quick and do my little quick promotion and just tell everybody put your thoughts or prayers or whatever you feel comfortable with with all the people who are suffering from wildfires all over the country right now this because is it is crazy yeah. how many there are there is one back home close to Michael Yes, um, that, and that is a very bad one. They're calling it the. I'm gonna jump in here real quick. It's called the Cranston Fire. It's just outside of Idlewild, California, up in the San Bernardino. Technically, what's called the San Bernardino Mountains. Uh, as of yesterday, I haven't updated myself today. It was eleven over eleven thousand acres with uh, barely three percent containment. And uh, there have been three back-to-back huge fires out in Boyd, Oregon, and there are fires basically all over the country right now. Uh, it's a bad summer for fires. Yeah, there's a bad, there's a, a bad, uh, two bad fires down in San Diego County right now. One next to the campsite where I was actually camping just a couple, uh, just last week. Wow. So, yeah, thoughts, prayers. Um, I know. Uh, go to your, go to any local sites you can for firefighters or Facebook page for your community. I know a lot of people. Or just a lot of donate areas. to Red Cross. Donating to that Red too. Cross. Helps well, yeah, because I'm I'm saying that because uh, a lot of the uh, the the donation centers that people are setting up, uh, and for their local communities, especially in Hemet, are getting it for directly for like water and food directly to firefighters and displaced people. And of course, always as Brian said, donate to the Red Cross if you are able to. Because all of these uh, things help very much, uh, especially for people who are displaced and the firefighters who are risking everything for us. So, Odin, what kind of video are you going to make next? Uh, the video I'm making next is, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was serious. Um, I'm going to make it the. I'm going to make another Pit Boy. So um, I'm I'm working on I'm working in collaboration with someone that I've met through the cons. Um, uh, I think her Instagram is Quicksilver Babe. And she's doing uh, Fallout Girl uh, from one of the Fallout DLCs. She, uh, the she's wearing a, a Pit Boy uh, three thousand on her wrist and has the Super Sledge over her shoulder. So I'm going to be making a Pit Boy and the Super Sledge. And when those are done, I'll be meeting up with her and getting uh, uh, footage of of everything put together at the same time. So I'll actually have oh, a guest on my show. That's going to be amazing. That that'll be really cool. Yeah. Those those videos should be out mid to uh, late August. Somewhere in somewhere in that area, I, I I thought she was trying to keep it secret until Dragon Con because her whole thing is have a massive reveal at Dragon Con, but she's been posting pictures on her Instagram, so I was like, ah, oh, well, I guess you're not as worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. I look forward to that. I really do. Yeah, uh, me too. In fact, I'll be starting the Pit Boy later this afternoon. Sweet. Yes. So um, I don't have anything special to promote myself. Um, other, I mean. I mean, really, all I've been doing online lately is watching clips from The Office on YouTube. Oh, there you, you go. You too? You too? Yeah. That is so funny. We're just in sync. <laughs> yeah, I've been, like, watching them and just busting up so hard. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I was watching um, The Good Place, and I was watching some stuff about that, and in the suggestions, it was sharing clips from The Office, and I was like, oh, I'll watch that for five hours. <laughs> right <laughs> i've been doing that too like i was just i was looking through youtube and they were like uh this was suggested and i think it was um 
stapler and jello and that was just a rabbit hole after that stapler and jello well also one of my favorite ones is dwight's aunt's funeral oh my gosh the way stapler that and jello would be a great name for a youtuber yes <laughs> somebody write that down <laughs> oh i love it um, um so um that's it for today wrap us up michael so today we had Odin Abbott back on from Odin Makes and all and just a plethora of other things. And Odin, I gotta say once again, thank you for coming on. Oh, you're very welcome, uh, guys. Thank you. I've always enjoyed being on your show, and I'm happy to be back again. And we're gonna schedule your next appearance right after we can, uh, right after we end this call. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> very much agreed. <laughs> and people, he made a grave mistake. He gave us his address. <laughs> yes. You um, you you guys now know where I live. And everyone else who's listening now knows that uh, I, I, I work in Sacramento and I work for the uh, PBS station in Sacramento, KVIE. So I'm now fully stockable. This, this is just where Odin's like, if I disappear, you know who to question first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting yes. to think that all, Odin all just... two dozen of the listeners that. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really starting to think that Odin really wants a stalker. <laughs> well he said Not two really, dozen listeners he's gay he's really shooting for the stars for us man that thank you thank you <laughs> We're, so, no. let's see let's 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 make it official let's see let's go to soundcloud what do we got what do we got going on this week just to just to share that we got 11 plays we got 11 plays in the last 24 hours and 114 plays in the last seven days awesome Oh, that's a little bit more than I thought. Yeah, that's dude, a really lonely guy. It's it's you know like right after we post, it jumps up to like it it jumps up to like two hundred and fifty. So we do pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I've I, when you post, it spikes really hard, and then it then it gradually goes back down to like this baseline of of people watching. Yeah, we yeah. we've we're we don't we never really planned on it becoming a big popular thing. We do it for just to hang out and talk and meet people and do a do a show and you know keep in touch and right yeah, yeah so I, you know becoming rich and famous off it wouldn't be a bad thing no it wouldn't not at all but that's not why we do it we do it because you know we want to talk and meet interesting people people like you you're a very interesting person we're very happy we met oh so. i i did a thing that i need to share before we cut off this is actually Uh-oh. a promotion thing podcast business i am talking with a patch designer and getting keychains made with our logo really yeah okay um so I'm I'm in the process of ordering four so we can send them out to the hosts and then we'll share pictures on Facebook and see it and Twitter and see if anybody's interested. So because you through Patreon, you can open a merch store, can't you? I think. No, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't I, know if they like, have that feature yet. Yeah, and we'll have to uh, we'll look into that later because I, I thought I heard somebody talking about it uh, on one of the forums about it. Uh, but that's a, that's a neither here nor there. That's a later on thing. So. Yeah, we're we're gonna have our website soon, but I'm waiting until I'm employed before we do that. I'm still not yet. Yeah, uh, we understand. Uh, and yeah. but hey, we know you'll get there. Yeah, well, you can do it. Yeah, let's let's hope I hear back from Dark Horse Comics because that's where I want to work. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, <crap. laughs> I mean, yeah. you can get me a free Comicsology code so I can read all. The <laughs> I applied there. The, the job is still open. I've been waiting, and I'm probably going to be dropping by there sometime this week so I can follow up because it, it's two miles away. It you know you'd think oh, that Dark Horse Comics oh would be. You'd think Dark Horse Comics would be like the pull that would make me excited. No, it's because it's two miles away. <laughs> and he rides a bike. No, that's awesome. You need to get a job there so I can come by and get a tour. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. It's it's um two it's two office buildings in downtown Milwaukee. 
um, and then like some rental offices and other buildings, um, they they're kind of spread out. They own a comic book shop out there and they have business. They have like offices behind that. Then they have this big office building. And then there's another building that looks like an office building, but it's their warehouse. OK. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah, so the, cool. Uh, it it has this small company feel, even though they've been around forever. You know what, Ryan? You know, everybody, listen. Send send prayers, good thoughts, good vibes. Sacrifice <laughs> a goat if that's your thing. I, I can make you laugh about Where's it. Where's the goat? I I'm a Windows IT tech, uh-huh. and it's a Mac job. <laughs> and I'm, and yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. Be and I'm I'm willing to work my ass off to get it because it would be cool to work there. Because oh, yeah. it's two miles away. <laughs> okay. So where were we? Oh right, we're, we're wrapping the... up. So yeah, we only had four minutes we're to only, go, like fifteen minutes. We're ago. only we're only eleven minutes over. <laughs> yeah. Well, my 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 fiance and my mom left. They were like, "You're taking too long." So yeah, they just they they were. We're going to Goodwill. Take a shower when you're done. <laughs> I'm kind of milking it too. I have to go build a shed after this. Yeah, Michael's doing all sorts of yard work in his backyard, so this is like a loud procrastination. Uh, if you, if you, uh, I, I can share a, ton, a lot of pictures with what we're doing. I had to build a retaining wall as well. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. So that being said, Odin, thank yes. you for being here. I love. I, I'm really happy we were able to do a reintroduction to you on our podcast because it had been so long, and hearing about all your new projects that you've been taking care that you've had, you're doing, and you're going to do. And we're definitely having you back. I'm so happy about that. Brian, we're going to get you that Dark Horse job. Don't worry. Yes. So, but you know what? This has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I was your host, Special Mikey, along with me was Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, nurse. And Odin, the All-Father Abbot. Hello and good night. And more thunder. (laughs) And, you know, this has been awesome. This has been great. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Yeah, there's going to be no thunder added to this. You better do it. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye. Brian, don't you dare cut him off. Goodbye.